0: Hello, hello, uh, my name is Redacted, and I would like to personally welcome you to the first episode of Welcome to the Watch List. Uh, I have no, no clue how long these episodes will last, because uh, the FBI is out to get me now, due to the past 24 hours of research I've put in, on actually the CIA's <laughs> website, but I mean, it still counts, right? It's all just the government uh, joined with me here today, who is absolutely nothing, knows absolutely nothing but what we're talking about, uh, because I'm the one with all the knowledge, and he's just here to make it funny, it is my, uh, my dear friend and accomplice, sir, JT, say hi. Why,
1: well, hello, everybody. Um, I'm not on the FBI watch list, but I'm probably somewhere on some watch list.
0: Uh, guilty by accomplice. Um. <laughs>
1: is that how that works?
0: Yes. Now um, there are many things we can talk about with uh, with aliens that we're talking about today, uh, but we're gonna keep it two quotes some of my favorite things, and uh, the tall whites. and a story about them? Um,
1: not Grayson. Oh, we know.
0: Ah, uh, well, whatever. No. Welcome, internet. That's my real name. Uh, so first thing, um, is a, probably my favorite quote of all time from Arthur C. Clarke, is uh, two possibilities exist: either we're alone in the universe or we are not." Both are equally terrifying, because I mean, open and open and alone in this big, wide expanse with nothing out there is kind of scary. But also, having other alien species out there that could possibly murder us is also kind of go chill terrifying. With a Jawa. Yeah,
1: <laughs> cool. I hope I hope there's some out there. I'm gonna chill with a Jawa. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, whatever, whatever the first one is, no matter what, it's gonna be named Jawa.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, if it's a small one, I'm probably gonna punt it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and our our second our second topic today because you know we're already at 2 minutes it's interesting time here um it's the fermi paradox where uh the lack of this is um paraphrased not the exact one uh the lack of evidence about aliens existing uh contrasts the very the various high estimates for probability basically saying you know we don't really have exact proof, except we do, the government's just hiding it from us.
1: Um,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much more, buddy. I have a long list right here. From uh Men in Black to Skinwalker Ranch. Trust me, it gets worse. <laughs> did you um, say Skinwalker Ranch? I sure did. I
1: don't want to go there anymore.
0: <laughs> <do> you? <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> 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 but there's I say there's high evidence of it, but I mean it's a paradox. I say it works. That's my little turtle. Okay. Um yeah, so as I mentioned, there's a lot of evidence out there, you know, like I said, from Men in Black to Skinwalker Ranch. Um, there's actually, at um, I think Roswell, there's an the International UFO Museum and Research Center, proof that they're a thing. Also, recently the government put out, I think like last year, that government or the uh, aliens are real. Um, and uh, go on the CIA website, the Freedom of Information Act is a wonderful thing, it tells you a whole lot if you know what to Google let me going know where my father that.
1: went after
0: he went to go get milk. Mm-hmm. Um you think this. Alright, so <laughs> starting into our our, stor- our stor- story and final thing for today, um is uh Charles Hall and the tall whites. Um, which is not a slur, it's a type of alien. There are okay, many out okay, there. Okay. Justin. <laughs> um <laughs> But there's tall whites, there's grays, you know, there's a whole list of things. Um, A little bit of uh, knowledge on the tall whites is they are, um, well, they're very tall, uh, obviously, reaching about nine feet. But uh, they're very skinny, reaching only about 90 pounds. Sounds
1: like a good
0: friend, I know. All right, that was uncalled for. Um, The bones are very thin, they're very fragile, very, very fragile aliens, uh, and have hair thinner than ours, which is strange.
1: It isn't because ours, ours is what like one millionth of an one yeah. thousandth of a inch,
0: literally nano inches, millimeter. um, tiny. And there's just there's silk and wispy and beautiful. I wonder
1: what that would feel
0: like. I don't want to know, I don't want to meet one. I'll be honest with you.
1: Oh, come on, you would be friends with it.
0: Yeah, I'd probably fit right in. Um, not really interested in abductions, funnily enough, you know, unlike most, uh, being as they're you know, since they're so frail, they're very easily scared. Um so and
1: there's why you haven't
0: seen any of them. Mm-hmm. There's why not really as much recorded history, except around Nellis Air Force Base, which is gonna bring us into our next topic. Is uh, Charles Hall, the only man to ever really communicate with these guys, because he's the most boring man in the entire universe. Um, oh, well, that was me. No, have that's... have bested. That's why you're here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just a standard, classic dude. Uh, nothing really special about him, except he's a nuclear physicist now. Um, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But he—he's uh, a Vietnam vet, um, and because he was so boring, he got the highest score on the math section, um, and so the government was like, "Hey, we need you over here." And so he started doing uh, weather recording and weather science down at Nellis, uh, which is in Nevada. Um, and is right next to the Nevada National Security Site, which has beef in it, or big explosive experiment facility.
1: I I actually know that place.
0: Yes. Uh, so I definitely,
1: a, I have a very very good friend who actually worked there for an internship. Beef.
0: <laughs> um, definitely, uh, definitely some alien activity going on. Alien activity going on over there. Lots of radioactivity. Uh, it's a, you know, obviously a bomb test site. They dispose of radioactive waste and stuff like that. <laughs> um, uh, lots of, lots of definitely secret things going on over there. So they, used to, um, pretty
1: sure they just develop bombs, actually.
0: Well, that's why there's beef. That's what they used to do. Big explosive experiment facility. But, anyhow. Um, so they brought Charles Hall along to this Air Force base. Set him out in a weather station. Um... And uh, everybody else on base was terrified constantly um, and never went out alone and never went out unarmed. But Charles didn't really care. He always went out alone, never really had a firearm on him. Hey, I
1: was always taught the buddy system, Charles.
0: Yeah, well, it's the military. They forget about that. (laughs) They should care about it more, but they forget about it. Um, The reason they were so scared is because of a thing called Range for Harry. Um, which was, in fact, just a tall white uh, that would appear randomly and, uh, terrorize the men. Even in the barracks, according to one soldier. Um.
1: The females not
0: allowed in that group? It's just the men? I'm, I'm just... I'm just shut up. Just... just asking. That's what I thought. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, um... Because he was, Charles Hall was the most boring man in the universe, uh, he was always very calm around the tall whites. They never like yes, they scared him, obviously." but you know, they didn't like the other soldiers because they scared so easily, and had guns on them, and they don't really like getting shot at. And Charles didn't really care about having a gun. So they talked to him because he never really got spooked, and whenever he did, he would just sing. And the tall whites really enjoyed his singing, and they would laugh in this weird sort of dog-bark-sounding laugh. Okay,
1: but imagine you walking up as an alien to this random dude in the forest, wherever Uh we're going. It's
0: a desert, actually. This is Nevada, New Mexico.
1: And, you know, in the desert of Nevada.
0: Government loves its deserts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, and this dude just looks at you and just starts singing. Mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm not gonna lie to that. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like what species did i just yes. come across
0: he also vomited constantly for the tiniest oh, little things goodness. he would throw up all the time like there was one time he was practicing his long jumps um fell hit his knee and vomited um we'll get to that story later um but eventually you know you have more and more interaction with them um and, you know, he realized that, or he was told by one of the other weather researchers that they never really did the science. They just faked the numbers. Hmm. Um, they just always threw out all the equipment once they turned it back in. He was the only one that ever actually did the science. Um, and the, the tall whites liked him for that, too. They thought he was the most intelligent man they ever ever met.
1: Always the one guy in the group that does all the work.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so he figured out, like, what is he here for? And eventually... The, uh, the government came to him and was like, You're just going to do some testing with the the tall whites out there, the aliens. Because, you know, as the government does. Um, and so he talked to them for a very, very long time, which is how we know so much about them. Uh, like how they have their own language that sounds like a mix between a meadowlark, which is a bird, and a dog barking, which is a dog. Um, <laughs> how, does he, how does
1: he have a conversation with them? He's sitting there just.
0: No, he, he just, he sits there and listens to them sound like this weird cacophony of a very sparsely populated rainforest.
1: And jokes on him, it was actually the other dudes just sitting in the trees behind him making mm-hmm. random
0: noises. Yep, of course, because they didn't like him. Uh, actually, the soldiers on base did actually like Charles because he was, you know, guys, he was quiet, he got his stuff done. And he was always a very nice man because he was the most boring man ever. Um... Uh, but everybody liked him, and so did the whites. And so he did a long, long list of experiments, talking to them and, you know, relaying it back to the sergeant majors who were listening to literally everything, and all the generals, they're listening anyway, but he still gave the reports because he's just a good person. Um, and one time he, uh, he was out and uh, he fell and he got injured. This was actually when he bumped his knee, and just to show the power of the whites here, he uh, they uh, they brought him in uh, to his little Radio Shack, or his weather shack, and uh, they touched his knee with their weird fingers that do strange things with microwaves in our iron. No, we're not making Scoutmaster jokes, um, and and they brought apparently they brought this weird medicine bag thing. And then he got a call from a person saying that the Pentagon had called for him to go in and get his knee patched just to show how much power these, these tall whites had to call the Pentagon. Don't even know who you would call, but it's the Pentagon uh, in order to get his knee patched. And so uh, later on, he was out, he was talking with them, and uh, he didn't know, but it was his final, his final experiment with them. And um, one of the tall whites walked up to him and said, hey, it's been a really good time. I loved your singing. Uh, he said, well, I just do it when I'm scared. And then the, the tall white pointed out his finger and then all of a sudden he was just singing involuntarily. And the tall white was just laughing in his merry dog barky sort of way. Um, and then uh, touched him on the head with his finger. He was out for what feels like a couple of seconds. Then he woke up at his desk and got a phone call that said, uh, your time here is over and you can, uh, you can go do whatever you want.
1: Mom's special touch.
0: Mm-hmm. Puts you right to sleep. But, uh, that was a very, very, very short story of, um, uh, Charles Hall and and the aliens and just the proof that they exist. We know things about them. Um... They're out there. they come in to get you. Wear your hats. Trust me. Um, Justin, any any thoughts? So, JT, nope. any, any funny comments about flying saucers?
1: I mean, the, the frisbee that I've been throwing outside your window to make
0: it look... The, <laughs> the metallic frisbee with light-up light things on it? Yep. I knew it was you. <laughs> I've been looking up short aliens to see if any would fit in that. Um... <laughs> But yeah, this, this concludes our, our first episode of Welcome to the Watch List. I know it was short, but I'll be honest with you, it was for a school project, so. Um,
1: we'll have better ones come out later.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, signing off here. Um, anything, anything from you, JT, who wants to even give the crowd a nice goodbye?
1: Goodbye, crowd.
0: Well, goodbye, crowd.